If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I mean, you're like, I'm eight minutes in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but but did, did you get it, though? Oh, like, did you get how painful that was? And I was like, I get what he's saying. I mean, the very first scene. Listen, we're recording. So let's stop for a second <laughs> to introduce ourselves. <laughs> I am Trey Epps. And I am Danny Taverner. Listen, and this is required watching. What do we do here? We watch essential films from the list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. It feels very strange to say that regarding (laughs) this movie. (laughs) Today, of course, we're talking about 1995's uh, tragedy of like just bomb, which is Showgirls. Dan, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna publicly apologize i'm sorry that i made you watch this movie oh i I Um, enjoyed parts of it i also enjoyed parts (laughs) of it and i (laughs) but 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 we were just talking about how i apologize when i said i'm eight minutes in and i i don't know what to do i this is a movie that i've seen bits and pieces of and remember being a child and knowing that jesse spano had been in this movie and which uh which bits have you seen <laughs> you know just bits no you know what like legitimately i remember bits on it just came on tv like a tbs type situation mm-hmm. and of course it, it was likely to be like heavily censored but i knew it was like sexually i was really young when i first recognized yeah. what this movie was but now as an adult i am i was horrified to know <laughs> that all of this was happening <laughs> But also just incredibly sad that I haven't watched it before. Where where do you land on this film? I mean, as far I, as before watching it, once I got past everything about this movie, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was it was fun to physically watch. I'll say that. Very theatrical. Okay, so. A lot of- if you haven't, if you have not seen this movie, I'm gonna link. I'm gonna link the trailer as I always do in the show notes. But I haven't seen. I haven't seen the trailer, and I can't imagine what this trailer looks like that would depict what's happening in this movie. I don't understand. I don't I, think I, what <laughs> clean trailer they could cut from this movie. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know either. One of the things, listen, all right, we're going so, in the wrong order. Don't watch this with anyone that you don't, that you would feel uncomfortable being naked around. Because I wasn't naked, but I, I feel like I couldn't watch this with anyone other than myself. Yeah, I would actively I naked, make sure I my sure wife wasn't horrible. looking at my screen. So this movie's directed by Paul Ver- Verhoeven. Verhoeven? I, I don't know. Ger- German name, I believe. Elizabeth Berkeley stars in this with Kyle McCat- McLachlan. McLachlan. Gina Grishin, McLaughlin. I'm just screwing up all the names. But we get the point. Listen, the, the, the main reason we're talking about this movie is because of who it stars, I think. A lot of 90s uh, heavy hitters. And this, what, 
Can you believe, can you believe that this woman was in a show called Saved by the Bell that only went on for three seasons? Is that right? I mean, I'm, I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's a very short. It's only three uh, seasons? How do they play it every waking moment on TV land? Here we go, four seasons. There's only four seasons of a TV show, and you would think this this show went on for hundreds and hundreds of episodes. <laughs> And and you're absolutely right. She became like a head, like the entire cast became heavy hitters. I think I think right now, as far as TV goes, if any one of them pops up on the screen, you know exactly who they are. Of course, we're also few of them, cast, few of them are like uh, still no. like on TV doing stuff. Say again. A few of them are still like you know, out a doing lot. Stuff. I want to say just about everyone from the Save by the Bell cast is active on on like, is actively working. But yeah, so we so the director Mario. of this, Mario Lopez is the host of like Extra or was the host of Extra. He, or something he came like out that. on top of all that. Uh, to be perfectly to be perfectly honest, he did come out on top. <laughs> so this, of course, has the singular thread of the director Paul Verhoeven. I don't know how to say his name properly. Who directed another movie we'll be reviewing later on in the month, RoboCop. But let's look at his history just for a second because it's important. It's important on understanding the nature of this film. And if you don't know, you never heard of Showgirls, it's a movie that is infamous for how bad it is. I, I only wish I could see this in like a midnight screening. It's, oh, it's one of those movies that this on a big screen, I would watch this again with a full audience. I, I would pay top dollar, top movie ticket dollar. <laughs> He's one of my AMC reservations for this. Let's see. I'm not sure if they're even still doing that. But so the director of this also directed uh, RoboCop and had just directed right before Showgirls Basic Instinct, which we all know to be a titillating movie, right? Mm, to say the same, least. Same uh, screenwriter as Showgirls. Ex- exactly. Now, I th- just and I'm not sure how much research you did into this, Dan, but based off the success of RoboCop and Total Recall and Basic Instinct, and again the nature of Basic Instinct being this, like, especially for what 1992 or whenever it came out, being this like again I'm going to say t- titillating uh, a film, and he they went to MGM with this idea and got free reign to do this movie with no creative restraint from the studio. They were just like, that's something (laughs) show full titties, do whatever you want. It'll be great. I, I I honestly don't know. I want to know what that meeting was like. I want to know. I I feel like no one really knew what was meant to be happening. I think they all wanted that Sharon Stone moment of, you know, her her crossing or Mm -hmm. uncrossing her legs in in basic instinct where they were like, take all the money we need. We need that. Yeah, but the Um, the thing about basic instinct is there is a story there. There's like a whole story behind that scene. You're right. There's an actual movie being made, and <laughs> feels like just those moments. And what's really unfortunate in between. So apparently, and I am going to forget who the original screenwriters were. I'm not sure if they were the ones that were actually credited, but the original script came through, and my man Paul was like, "No way, we're not doing this." And then they retooled it to be 
to be similar and inspired by the movie All About Eve. Are you familiar with this movie? Mm-hmm. Where they have this like ingenue trying to fight for the star for the spotlight from this star, right? It's like the classic like newcomer taken over from the the old guard. Exactly. So that's that's something about where the story came from. And for everyone who's listening, the movie follows a young woman named Nomi, who's Elizabeth Berkeley's character, who's a young drifter arriving in Las Vegas to become a dancer and soon sets about clawing and pushing her way to become a top Vegas showgirl. Now, that sounds exactly like All About Eve, right? Like, it, like if I told, like, you know, you can definitely, if I just gave you those two pieces of information, you'd think this is something that we're going to be, like, gripped into. Like, it's going to be, like, a, dra- a drama. It was not. And instead, what we are then faced with is Nomi hitchhiking from somewhere, somewhere 300 and something miles away from Las Vegas. And, like, the first thing she does is pull a knife out on a driver. I just gotta say, this whole scene bugged me so much because it was so... The only purpose for the scene is to later have that guy come back at the end of the movie. Oh, you thought you thought this would be a movie with, uh, <laughs> with uh, like, simple and... Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. With her already there. Like, they... You know what? It, it that's absolutely true. It is unnecessary, and that's the crazy part about it. So one of my notes, because I was ready after about two minutes, I was ready to write some notes. Was she's hitchhiking in front of a Popeyes, and then she gets upset with this guy that he's making his comments, and she pulls a knife on him. There's a whole lot of dangerous stuff happening from the very beginning, and I don't know what it's meant to be saying about the movie. What I got. Do you know what I mean? Like in one hundred percent. I got that like Vegas is dangerous and people are shady. Because the first like yeah, four but, people she meet screw her over somehow, except for her friend. Yeah, but even her friend, so she gets screwed over by this guy, he takes her luggage, which I think is a really pointless thing to do. I don't think this guy is out picking up hitchhikers just to take their stuff and bring them to Vegas and like hide in a casino to them. Like, you know what I mean? It makes no, it made no sense. Also, I'm pretty sure he still has the but bag you- in the back seat in the end. So what's the point of taking it? <laughs> You're just going to carry it around with but you? Like- that just seems like a chore. Yeah, exactly. Just for him to become... Well, like you said, just for him to come back at the end. Completely pointless, but okay. I, I don't know who the second person she meets is, but eventually she ends up meeting uh, the Black Best Friend, which is the only way I can describe this, because it seems so stereotypical, almost like straight away. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Nomi is a complete jerk, a complete asshole, and then suddenly... Like the, the I forget I forget what her name is, but then like the black best friend is like you can come stay with me, and then she does this black best friend does all the nice things and does nothing but have her back for her story arc to be. She's like just, the voice of reason sometimes, but they also they meet while she's like beating up the her car. They're <laughs> like, hey, stop hitting my car. You're hitting someone's car and you're upset that they're saying something about it? 
that can't be a thing. Down in her in her arms. You can, in yeah, in her arms. Listen, I my, here's my here's my problem. We, I, I don't think it's fair for us to go through this entire story because I don't want to relive it secondhand. All the people but have look, to know is there's a, the suspension of disbelief that you have to go through to watch this movie is it it wears thin. I mean, e- even more, Dan, is the idea that. By the way, I read I read a fact that said Nomi's last name is Malone. And this is how clever the writers of there were being. They were like, I want her her last name to be Malone. So when you say it together, it's Nomi Malone. Nomi alone. That's right. Let us sink in. They they thought they were so fucking clever. They thought they were so clever. I forgot my point because that's a stupid fact. Uh, um, oh, so Nomi, Nomi doesn't drive this story whatsoever. We hear her say from the beginning, "I want to be a dancer," but we don't see, we we don't see what got her to becoming a stripper, which is what we in, uh, initially see. We like we we don't see like has she tried being a like a showgirl at all? No, like, there they, are, and they try to hide her backstory the whole time to make it this like. Ooh, she's got a hidden past, mysterious. But it does nothing for the story when you finally find out that like her parents killed each other or something, and then you're just like, oh, okay. So you can't think. Right. Don't you find out her 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 (laughs) mysterious past? Just like, oh yeah, I could have, I could have not known that, and it would have been the same. It would have been fine, and but it felt like every. 40 minutes they brought something up that was about oh my she didn't she didn't give us the right social security number <laughs> and the guy and and what zach the guy who's the uh entertainment director is like find me everything you can about her are we not running are we not running background checks on people is that just not how it works if it's not how it works but if it's not how it works why would it suddenly why why would yeah, why her, it- exactly why does it matter now so again we find her as a stripper and her saying that she wants to be a dancer and we don't as an audience member, you don't know what kind of dancer she's talking about. When you see the poster or you have any inclination about what this movie's about, I honestly didn't know if it was about strippers or not. Yeah. Like, I guess despite I'm the not, title, I I'm didn't know if it was about the, the Vegas strip and show world. So I don't think I really realized that uh, showgirls is like burlesque. Well, exactly. So it's like very again, high production. Well, ex- again, she wants to be a dancer. What kind of dancer does she want to be? Because now we find her in uh, two scenes later and she's a stripper. Is that what she meant? Now we see her at Black Best Friend's job. Her job where Nomi is causing scenes and fighting. And oh, well, how lucky and we for see her, her imitating that, what the... How lucky for her that the second person she ran into is the makeup and costume lady for <laughs> the one theater she wants to auditioned for right and but so he so he she meets the best for the black best friend who is who's doing yes she doesn't have a name at this point who does the 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 costumes and then we go six weeks later where like like, as in like if you meet someone who's doing a job related to the thing that you want to do I want to see. I want to see the light in her eyes. That's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you get to get this close to people. I want to see her like drooling over the fact that she has like this privilege to see them rehearse and be like near them and meet Crystal. You know what I mean? 
instead um, of, is it crystal? It's definitely spelled crystal. Crystal. <laughs> instead, they were just like, oh, well, that's what the script said, is that you're my best friend now, so let's do it. It's just, it just, yeah, it was just really tough to to make the connections because, again, when she says she wants to be a dancer, and I'm, I'm going to keep harping on this, right? Because we have we have the the strip girl thing, we have the showgirl thing, and then later on, actually not too far later on, we have the fact that she actually likes to dance, like the way that everyday people think of dancing. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I'm, I'm just confused about what her motives are. And then, okay, we go down this route and we, we, suspend the, we suspend belief for just a second. We go down this route that she wants to be a showgirl. And homegirl, I, I don't know if you describe what she's doing as dancing. When she's auditioning? Just at all. Like, at all in this movie. I can't describe what she's doing as dancing. I've never heard someone give Serena Williams-type like grunts while, while dancing. It reminded me it was of a, uh, Remember Save the Last Dance? With <laughs> yeah. Julia Stiles. It was like that. Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, this dramatic. It shot like it should be a nice, like, cool dance sequence. And then you're watching it, and you're just like, oh, wait, no, this isn't. This isn't real. This is like what this a is- Hollywood writer <laughs> would think dancers do. Exactly. Exactly. It was absolutely. It felt like a mixture of um, Save the Last Dance dance and like the least suspenseful black swan like parody oh oh my gosh that's that's actually really good because you get the same dynamics between like the two dancers and they're vying for the top spot and they're backstabbing each other and pushing each other downstairs but none of it's really that sinister at all no it's it's not and which brings me to the next, my next point of why does she hate Crystal so much? And and what I mean is Crystal, like I, I don't think Crystal did anything bad. All Crystal I think did she became was <laughs> was turn her nose at stripping. But I, I'm pretty sure that's which, all she did. Is she said, "Oh, you're not a dancer, you're a stripper," and Naomi <laughs> made it her life goal to take Crystal down because of that one statement. Like she almost got her friend fired. Which I, yeah. So wait, yeah. So I, I'm happy you said that because I I really couldn't think of what happened while I was watching it. I was like, what did I miss? Because I don't know why she's so at odds with Crystal. Well, that's the only thing. The all the interactions after that are pretty much Crystal hitting on her and the two of them, like navigating the sexual tension between them. (laughs) Nothing else. Like that's the only real like negative interaction they had. I mean, they have like like Crystal has some like she sticks her nose up at everything. She's a star, but yeah. she doesn't like she doesn't say anything that's crazy. I think they tease each other. I but I think I think you're right. I think they flirt and have this sexual tension between them way more than they have any kind of animosity. Yeah, there's no like I real reason for her to dislike her. And uh, yeah, I, I just I like she yeah so she's a stripper. Crystal says, you're not a real dancer. Crystal goes to the strip club and then tries to buy Zach uh, a lap dance or buy Zach a lap dance and for her to watch and all of this. And what I can only describe is the craziest lap dance I've ever seen in my entire life. 
she made she made agent dale cooper come as pants <laughs> like you said out this was this was shooting the same time as uh saved by the bell was out no this is this, i'm not sure i'm not sure when the episodes were being released but this was de- saved by the bell was definitely over and canceled oh okay because this is it was canceled i'm not sure if it was being released Pat, post twin peaks so Kyle right Bachman, right right from twin peaks fame is sitting in this back VIP room of the strip club, and Nomi makes him come yeah. and dance. Great but acting again, part, all around, all three of them. I mean, listen, I just listen. I will never say I will never say that stripping is easy, especially when you do it in movies. I I don't think it's an easy thing to do, and I give props to Elizabeth Berkeley, period, for for taking this role, <laughs> but also. But also, like, uh, I'll I'll get to this later. I will get to it later. But I, I I think I think there's something to say about the aerobics that happened throughout this movie mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense, has no place in this film. But people are just being put through like physical situations where I, I think I read that she was quoted by saying that she spent six months practically naked and felt super free or something like this. I mean, having been in quarantine for that long, yeah, it's it's a free feeling. <laughs> My roommate hated it, but it's fun. Just to just to zoom through this a bit, she meets what I can only describe is meant to be the love interest, which is black boyfriend. No one's had, no one has names. I, I don't know anyone's name in this, and I don't really care to look it up. Uh, black boyfriend. I mean, Richardson, right? Sure. The comedian, Gary Richardson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Black boyfriend comes in, and of course, in straight-up Nomi fashion, she has an attitude, like hates everything about this person. She just doesn't give anyone a chance, which I think is Yeah, she's got ridiculous. a tip on her shoulder for only being in New York, in Las Vegas for like a couple weeks. Two days. Yeah. But the guy's like, the guy's like, oh, you like to dance, and I can teach, I can teach, like, Essentially, essentially says you're rough, but I have gone to Alvin Ailey, and I would like to work on this thing with you. I think this isn't. Initially, I'm like, this is great. You want to dance? He wants to dance. I think I see where this movie's going. Say that. Um, yes. Of course, exactly. <laughs> of course, this doesn't end up being the route, and this romance fizzles very quickly as we find out that he's a player and ends up hooking up and then impregnating one of the other girls that she used to strip with. And essentially that was it. I, I Again, what was the point? There was no point of it. Cause on one hand I was like, Which, all right, maybe the point is she can't trust him either. Everyone is lying to her. Don't trust anyone before you know it. The, the best friend is going to turn on you. But even after he betrays her, they're still like, no, nah, we're good. And it's like, okay. Right. So nothing was like learned from that. We're just gonna no, go past it. I'm I'm gonna argue that no one learned anything from this. Oh, except for Crystal, who was like, I need a break. <laughs> Thanks for pushing me down a flight of stairs. I need a break. Much needed. I got insurance. I'm I'm set. Yeah, exactly. By the way, her character, just to go back for a second, her character 
I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell what was going on. Was this some? Was she a top showgirl? Was she an actress or something like that? Who then moved into being a showgirl and like she's doing a residency? I couldn't tell what the relationship was to the rest of the world that was going on because we meet Crystal and she does this this show, and then we have like the owner of the casino doing press for her, and I don't like. I can't tell if this is a new situation for her or if it's an old situation. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, and I don't know how much of it is like, oh, that's a Vegas thing. Or how much of it is like, oh, no, this isn't a thing. This is something that guy wanted to do. <laughs> Listen, fine. I, again, you have to let it go because some things just don't make sense. One of the questions I did have was, what's the budget for this? <laughs> what's, what's the budget for this movie? Because we have live monkeys. We have like a batch full of live monkeys. We have motorcycles. We have... We have a lot of things going on. And I just thought, I just wrote it down like in the middle of the movie. I wrote it down right before Zach and Nomi have sex in the pool. And the reason I know that is because my next note is, is she being waterboarded as she's having sex? And I could not figure out the logistics of having sex in the pool, apparently. I was like, how is this woman not drowning from having sex in this aerobic way? Honestly, that's all I got. I, 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 I just my notes after that got like shorter and shorter because I was like, I, I think I just need to stop writing notes and just enjoy it. Yeah, there's uh, a. I mean, I remember that scene. I don't remember what I was thinking when I watched that scene. You were too involved. They should go inside. They have a big house behind them. But I don't know. Who am I to judge? Correct. Correct. Okay. Listen. Dan, you know what? Let's see. Let's see if I have any fun facts here. That I, I just feel like we can't talk about. Oh no, we have to talk about the the. Go on. The movie. There were points. There were points where I liked. Where I was like, "Oh, cool casino shots, great production, sweet tits." I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's one point where it felt like. You ever see that the San Junipero Black Mirror episode? Yeah. It felt kind of like that because it was like neon and 90s and weird love triangles and sex. It, no, it's certainly a, cap, a time capsule of what was happening at that moment. All of, like, I, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Let's talk about the last thing in the story and let's wrap this up because I feel like we're giving this too much time. By the way, it's the 25th anniversary of Showgirls, so oh. happy birthday, everyone. But then all of this accumulate, accumulates to uh, we get we get this very very early on. She meets black best friend, and they both love the same artist. At least I think it's an artist and not a model. Meets this artist, and sorry, loves this artist. And then later on in the film, they get to meet the artist, and black best friend gets sexually assaulted. Oh my god! Yeah, that's like putting it lightly. It, I, I I don't know how to put it. I, I, I either put it lightly or I get really brutal about it, and I, I'm choosing not to. <laughs> we like have joked about how this movie, a lot of things that happen in it have no purpose. They just kind of happen. This was like, whoa, 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 what movie did you get this from? Because this is not the same movie. It it just didn't fit. It doesn't make sense. And this is this is the thing that brings us through to the end of the film in a way that 
Hold on, my phone's going off. There we go. Uh, it brings us, it brings us through to the end of the film that is completely unsatisfying because I think even if you can ignore all of the nonsense that happens an hour and a half beforehand, this ten minute chunk that whatever it, whatever it was that brings us to the very end of the film ruins everything that came before it. And this is post her pushing Crystal down the stairs, right? That this party happens. Yes, yes, yes. So, exactly. So we, we already have that that Nomi's a terrible person. She pushes Nomi down the stairs. And again, really, the like Nomi becomes her like her stand-in, right? I suppose. Like becomes like the top girl. Yeah. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a planned and calculated thing to do. It again, it, it was just I don't think I don't think she was motivated. Like I'll push her down the stairs and get her spot. I, I just, I just don't. Again, I don't think there was any motivation for all of that to be that Nomi is the reason that Black Best Friend gets sexually assaulted in honestly the most brutal way. Yeah, she gets it like probably has ever been seen on screen at this time. Yeah, this movie, like the sex and showgirl aspects of it, are definitely uncensored. So is the gang rape. It's really unsettling because it just it comes at a point where you're like it's kind of the peak of the movie you're like oh i mean she's not a great person but she got her thing the friend's happy everyone's happy everyone's at this party oh and the movie's almost over so probably nothing bad's gonna happen soon <laughs> i mean I, I i can't recall so i could be i could be just shortening in, in my memory but excuse me this assault happens and then they go to the hospital and then the guy Zach is like, "Hey, I know who you are. I, I know you are. So, you, sorry, I know you've been pretending to be this person. I know exactly who you are. Your parents killed them. Like it was a murder suicide situation. Again, completely necessary. And nobody's like, I'm gonna fix this. And then goes to the guy, I guess to the main guy who, I guess perpetrated the assault. You know, what, I'll like, let, I'll let you describe what happened once she's in one the room. of those like Vegas strip, like uh." residents they're like oh we can't get him in trouble he's he's our bread and butter for this show right so nothing happens to him in, in a way that honestly to be perfectly honest i was like i was like like if anything's the most real thing about this it's that this can happen and people high up are like there's nothing we can do yeah, about they're it. like oh we feel bad but we're not gonna actually do anything about this we're not gonna press charges or anything but she go. I'm gonna want you to explain what happens when Nomi comes face to face with this guy. Oh, doesn't she like seduce him? Wait, what does she do? <laughs> she like goes no, she, to yeah, yeah, exactly right. gets past his his goons, seduces him, and I'm blanking, honestly. And does what I can only describe as ninja kicks i don't know in, into his face i don't think he's murdered i i don't i don't know the end result but then she leaves uh, and she's this movie is riddled with snarky comments left and right <laughs> like terrible dialogue but great one-liners oh you worked him good or something and he's she's like yeah he's he's gonna be out for a while like so <laughs> cringy like double entendres but that's vegas baby it's i think I think the sad part about this, again, is the fact that everyone thought they were being clever. 
a thing that I read was in the beginning when the guy auditioning the showgirl says, you look like Pollyanna. Later on, about an hour and a half later, at the end of the movie, when Zach finds out what her real name is, because it's, of course it's not Nomi, her name is Polly Ann. Remember that joke from two hours ago? I hope you're still <laughs> thinking about it. It's the same I, with because hope... literally the last scene of yeah, the movie is her yeah. leaving Las Vegas, which, I mean, she made it to the top. Why leave? You got the top slot, but... She gets picked up by the same pickup truck driver who still has her bag in the back seat and doesn't recognize her. What are the chances? Because why not? Why wouldn't you? I I am done talking about this movie. But Dan, let me, let me, I, I finished the film. I turned my computer off, turned my lights off, had a shower, had a real think know. about what I was doing. <laughs> I had a real think about what was going on. And can I tell you why this film is brilliant? <laughs> I'm going to switch it around. I hate this movie, but I also love this movie. Here's why. I think, have you ever seen a showgirl type show? You've seen a burlesque show. It's over the top. It's, it's, it's a bit camp. It's a bit like all over the place. It's a bit crazy. Just like this movie was. So I think the movie Showgirls, is exactly what a showgirl's show would be like. It's a soap opera. It's filled with like this over-the-top drama. It's pulling you left, right, and center. And you leave and you go, I've seen some boobs. I, 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 I've seen some half-naked people. No, I'm, be, I'm being serious. Like, no one goes to a showgirl show and, like, I, I, I don't know. I think you go to a showgirl show and... Like, you expect to see people that are topless. You don't go for the story, right? Right? Like, you, you so go you, to kind of, like... You fulfilled because at least you saw some boobs. Because, exactly. And you didn't go to a strip club, right? Which which would be bad, according to society, right? right? Do what you got to do, people. Uh, and I think... Yeah, I, I, think, I think Showgirls as a movie is just a showgirl show. Yes, but if we exclude the sexual assault bit. I, I hear you. Right? I'm trying to be on board. I mean, it doesn't feel intentional. The campiness. It's no, there's no if way it, that it was. If it was but, over the top and intentional, I'd be like, oh, yeah. All right. They, wow, they went really, really deep with this one. But I think it was I, by accident. I, I, it was by accident. It was by accident. I think they had every intention of making this a basic instinct. Basic instinct, like, not sequel, but like, you know, clone. But he, but here's here's what I also appreciate. Like I was getting into Elizabeth Berkeley's character earlier, and I I feel this way about everyone. Everyone who's worked on this movie in the cast has continued to work for the most part. There may be someone who who hasn't continued to work. Everyone's been consistently working, mm-hmm. and I think that's because everyone was so committed to this movie that they went full force. There is not a moment where you see Elizabeth Ber- Berkeley phoning this in, right? Like, like, like you know, it, it's, not, it's not a soap opera, but, like, she's putting everything she possibly can into this movie, and I think everyone's going as hard as they possibly can to make sure that this movie is, like, they're paying respect to their roles, as actors do. Like, they're doing their jobs, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I... And I think that... 
go on. I agree with that because Gina Gershon is like another person. The whole like that sounds stupid when talking about a movie, <laughs> but she's like really, really. You're invested in her character. Like Crystal really draws you in. Honestly, I would love to see what's going on with Crystal. But now that she's got her like insurance money. <laughs> Listen, that that said, Dan, I'm gonna I'm just gonna slide right into it. I do think there's an aspect of this that should be watched. And I think I think it's layered. I don't I don't know if I think it's required watching. I don't know if I think it's even recommended to watch. <laughs> but I think there's something to say about what happens when you get a little bit of clout in, a, in Hollywood and no one is there to check you on what you are doing. Because like I said, the filmmakers for this film were just able to run with what they have. And in the long run, this movie made a lot of money, but it's taken so long to get to that point. Like this, this movie should not have made as much money as it did. And in fact, made I'm not sure exactly what the numbers are, but it made it like it it made like not a barely a fraction of what its budget was, which I think was like forty five thousand, forty five thousand dollars, forty five million. Sorry, not thousand. Forty five million dollars, which of course back in ninety whatever it was five, it was like that's a huge. Excuse me, but I all like I I think I think there's reasons to watch this to see what not to do, but I think as an actor. And as far as commitment goes, I think you should watch this. I, yeah, I'm going to argue that the commitment of this film is way more... If you throw help, you know, things like story. I think watching these these actors actually commit to, to what is it they're trying to accomplish is interesting. So, no, of course, it's not required watching on my end. But, I, but I, 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 yeah, I would like to create, like, a separate category, but I won't. <laughs> of, like, well, like, watch it. It's a cult film, kind of like... Yeah, kind of like how you know all you know Rocky Horror and all those movies are, and I think there's, I think there is a space for that, and I think there are people who are trying to create, trying to create that kind of movie, and I think that only comes with trying to do, trying to tell the best story and having everyone's buy-in. So I think, I think if you're trying to create a film like this, watch this movie. But I don't think anyone's trying to make a film specifically like you know what I mean. Like it's hard to say. Anyways, go for it. That was so much more forgiving than what I was going to say. No, no, no. It's a, it's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> and still more forgiving than what I was going to say. I definitely don't required at all. It's fun to watch. I would watch it with your finger on the fast forward button just so you could skip through For it. sure. Because there's some scenes sure. like the, the auditioning scenes and the dancing scenes themselves. Pretty great. The dancing's not good, but like how people interact and like how the characters treat one another. Honestly, one of the dancing sequences felt like an SNL sketch just because the guy's insulting every single character to the point where it's not even mean anymore. It's like pretty hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I agree with you on that one. But overall, as far as movies go, yeah, I don't think this is required. (laughs) There's got (laughs) cool parts of it, but I don't know. Even for like a bad movie, I wouldn't like, it's not so bad where I would watch it just on that alone. Yeah. But it's also not good. (laughs) No, it's not good. It's not good. And we can only hope to learn. It's, 
I know it's not even fun. I'll be honest. It's not, not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. There are parts um, that are fun. I mean, there's naked people running around. What's not fun about that? Listen, I again the commitment to the dancing, just like hustlers, just like I, I, I'm not that not, I'm not comparing the dancing, like the actual dancing mm-hmm. to hustlers and this, but as far as like people going in and actually figuring out what it is that they want to do, sorry, like figuring out that this is the kind of dancing that they have to do for this role, mm. I I I appreciate it. I appreciate that people are just doing it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm trying to be, you're right. I, I think I am trying to be nice. It's not good, but That's good. go. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one last note. Black best friend. Her name is Molly. Oh my gosh. We finally figured it out. I, I, I think I said that earlier, actually. And I was like, I, I'm not going to remember all these names. I'm not going to track all these names um, because I don't, I don't care about the characters enough to like say their names over and over again. I just saw um, them as like their other roles. Exactly. Who they who they were typecast to be. I'm pretty sure that was in the backstage breakdown is Black Best Friend. Must be 25 to 30. Anyways, listen, let's wrap it up right there, Dan. And yeah, I mean that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Later. Later. So that's our episode. I'm your host, Trey Epps. What did you think of the movie? Did I get it right or was I completely off base? Leave a message and we'll play it during our, ex- our next episode and discuss. Required Watching is a movie club, so as much as I'd love to hear my own voice, I would love to hear from you guys. There's a link in the show notes where you can leave a voice message or you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Required Watch. See you there.